thank you too. And good morning. Um, it's, uh, I welcome you here as we are all jumping on. Um, oh, we're ready. I'm ready. Yes, I am ready. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here today. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living, White Rock. And we're a learning center of practical spirituality, teaching a progressive, inclusive, and empowered spiritual philosophy and faith. So we practice and teach tools for transformation, authentic self-expression, and conscious living. And wherever you are on your path, whether you're soaring or struggling, there's a place for you here. As we begin our gathering today, I respectfully acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish nations, including Kwikwetlem, Tsleil-Waututh, and Stalo nations. And so now let us ground our time together in truth and spirit. I invite you to turn within, taking a breath, I'm becoming grounded in this ever-present now moment, this expression of spirit, this one mind, this one power, this one life that is living in through and as all life. How good it is to remember that there is one source of love, of peace, and of wisdom that is fueling all life everywhere, and that includes me. I remember my oneness with the divine, remembering that it is the, the truth of who I am, the most essential part of me, this infinite presence and power of spirit. And as I know that of myself, I know that of each one here this day, each one a manifestation of the divine itself, and so, of course, then this time is filled with mind-opening, heart-expanding connection. I know that it is the, the vision, spirit's highest vision of life and expression that guides each and every word, each and every song, each and every question and insight. And so I bless each and every one of us exactly where we're at. I bless every volunteer that made this time together possible. I bless every donor and supporter of this community that brings to life the truth of love and spirit. And not just in, in theory or, or as an idea, but as a lived experience, just as this time together is a lived experience of love and wisdom. I breathe into this gathering, knowing that it is absolutely the perfect unfoldment of spirit and I let it be, and so it is. Your, your voice always soothes the soul. There's a frog in there today, I think, somewhere. <laughs> and yet, soulful as ever you are. Thank you. Thank you. So this is definitely the place to be on Sunday mornings where we 
teach spiritual principles and practices that support, empower, and celebrate who you are so that you can live your best life. And today I've invited one of our dedicated board members, Tim St. Dennis, to share with you how being a part of CSL White Rock and practicing universal spiritual principles in his own individual life has impacted his journey. So Tim, I invite you to unmute yourself and take it away. Well, thank you, uh, Reverend Cassandra, and, and good morning, everyone. Uh, what an honor it is to uh, share my story with you this morning. I just want to start out by saying that, you know, I, I, for most of my life, I've considered myself a spiritual uh, seeker. I uh, practiced for uh, 40, over 40 years as a chiropractic doctor. So from day one, you know, I've, uh, I, I've known about the... Uh, uh, inner workings of the body and, and uh, how nature heals, what we call the innate intelligence of the body, and how it was always um, linked to uh, universal intelligence. I was very fortunate to uh, um, be in the delivery room, the birthing room, with when both my, my son and my daughter were born, and I, I watched the process, I watched them be born, and, and to see the magic and the wonders that universal intelligence and the gift uh, that was presented to me on those days. Uh, it, it would be a experience, uh, spiritual experience for anyone, and it definitely was for me. So it was no accident when my life took a, a downward emotional turn that I sought to uh, look inwards for relief. And I walked through the doors of CSL White Rock six years ago. I found comfort in the message. You know, I... Um, I didn't know anything about CSL except for, as it was advertised, a center for spiritual living. But it, but I enjoyed the show as it was, and uh, it was quite spectacular, and uh, the people seemed interesting and warmed. And I felt I could definitely grow spiritually here. And I didn't know my spiritual journey would bring me so much inner peace. Inner peace. And I, I, I didn't know that for many days following Thuro, I'd feel days of absolute joy from within. That is what, that is what uh, that kept me coming to CSL White Rock for the last six years. I find the teachings of Ernest Holmes to flow through me, his scientific explanation of spiritual concepts. It resonates totally with my scientific way of thinking. It's pure and it's simple. You know, I see myself here in a spiritual place that transcends all of the doctrine and all of the dogma of organized religion and takes me to a place where all religions strive to be. My spiritual practice has grown through prayer, which I've grown to know is a spiritual mind treatment. I've learned how to meditate. I've learned how to call on my intuition and to spend time sitting with my feelings, which for a man is not an easy thing to do. And it's all new ground for me. It's given me a lot of peace and harmony within when I do that. The last few weeks, we've been talking about conscious and committed giving. Let me share what conscious giving means to me. Prior to coming to CSO Right Walk, I was attending other programs. And I was going for counseling on a weekly and then on a monthly basis. But when I started with CSL and started working and, and getting into the inner workings of what CSL was all about, 
I started working a daily program. I started attending classes and workshops. I started reading CSL publications, attending weekly gatherings and guided meditation, and also attending this wonderful Sunday gathering that we are into now. And in doing that, I feel I've solidified my spiritual practice, which now gives me tenfold what I was paying roughly $100 a month for in counseling sessions. That's the monetary value that I chose to start from. And I will say that the daily peace where I now dwell has no price. I would say that it's priceless. So I'm happy to share my story with you. If you want to contact me personally, please leave your email address in the chat column. I hope this helps. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Tim. Wow. And, and th this, is, this is what we're up to. And, and this is what we're about. And so today I invite you to become an intentional giver of CSL White Rock and intentional giving is when you joyfully, consciously and consistently give a percentage of your wealth each month where your soul is fed. So when you become an intentional giver, you're tending to your spiritual health and well-being as well as your financial health and well-being. Because when you give with joy and consistency, you're activating the law of circulation, which says that what you send forth must return to you multiplied abundantly. So essentially, your intentional giving activates prosperity in your life. So today I ask you, what can you joyfully give to CSL White Rock each month, knowing that it supports this sacred work and is an expression of your intentional giving. Signing up is easy. It's on our donate page on our website at csl-whiterock.com. You simply select monthly as your donation frequency. And we've also listed step-by-step -step instructions that walk you through the sign-up process from start to finish. And thank you for being an essential part of our community and for supporting the expansion of a practical and empowered spiritual faith and philosophy to awaken the divine in each one of us. And so, well, by its very nature, an adventure is an exciting or very unusual experience. And part of what makes it an adventure is that you don't know how it's gonna turn out or exactly where it might take you. And I'd say that we are currently experiencing a very big collective adventure. Yeah, this global pandemic is quite an unusual experience with high levels of uncertainty. And while we can't control how this experience unfolds, we do have a reservoir of power to call upon and use to help us navigate this adventure with hope, with empathy, and with each other. Last month, a pharmacist named Dr. Patrick Fuller 
published an article in the American Journal of Health System Pharmacy titled, Of Gratitude and Hope in Trying Times. And in it, he wrote, you may wonder just how far our hope will pull us forward. The amount of hope we have inside our hearts and the choice we make in giving others hope are part of the answer. The depth of our empathy, the caring for the welfare of humanity and our resolve to relieve each other's suffering will ultimately determine where and how far we go. So taking time to pause, reflect and think about the things we're thankful for will magnify the real meaning of life. Individually demonstrating gratitude will fill our buckets with hope. And collectively, our hope will brighten the future of our profession and enrich the lives of many. Well, I think our hope will brighten the future of our world and not just the profession of pharmacy, but and certainly enrich the lives of, of many. So today, let us anchor ourselves in principles and practices that help us release fear, anxiety, and worry, as well as lift our spirits so that no matter how crazy the adventure might get, we're still in the driver's seat of our lives, doing our best to brighten the future and light the way, no matter how dark it might get along the, the way. So instead of an adventure of, you know, destruction of woe, let's make this an adventure in conscious creation. And adventures in conscious creation start with your imagination. What is your vision for the world? I see a world where resources are shared generously, where countries come together to provide a vaccine for everyone, where research and technology are used to preserve all life all life, including the earth. So entire health systems are overhauled, created and implemented and every citizen of the earth now has healthcare as a basic human right of life. And so what is your vision for the world? I invite you to spend some time this week thinking about it. What is your vision for the world? You're welcome to use elements of mine. It's so important to spend some time fleshing out your vision because when fear, anxiety, or worry come up, because they are more likely to come up in an adventure, we need something to hold on to. And it can even be as simple as one sentence. I see a COVID vaccine accessible and available for every citizen on the earth. So what is your vision for the world? So the next way to anchor yourself in an adventure of conscious creation is the willingness to hold space for yourself. And Tim spoke of this so beautifully in his testimonial earlier because the truth is you can't bypass 
how you're feeling. But let's also um, not make it worse for ourselves. So be aware of what's happening in your heart without thinking thoughts that make it worse. And this is where you get to practice your faith. So Emily and Amelia uh, Nagoski talk about this in their book titled Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. I said that really quickly, so I'm just going to say it again. <laughs> the title of their book is called Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. And they explain that emotions have a beginning, middle, and an end. So when we hold space for our emotions without making them worse with our thinking, they naturally come up, move through us, and go away. They complete. So we support this process with our conscious awareness and willingness to feel what's happening without making it worse. So be aware of what's happening in your heart. And when emotions come up, like agitation or pain, fear, grief, anxiety, or worry, don't push them down. Don't push them down. Invite them into the light of your conscious awareness by noticing how you're feeling. And there is power in simply seeing and naming what's happening in you. You're just bringing it into your conscious awareness and doing so helps decrease the charge it has. So thus far, your map for adventures in conscious creation includes your imagination, what's your vision, and in your heart, holding space for yourself. And now we add prayer. And we practice a special kind of prayer here at CSL. We call it affirmative prayer, also known as spiritual mind treatment. And our founder, Dr. Ernest Holmes said, treatment is not for the purpose of making things happen. It, it is to provide within ourselves an avenue through which they may happen. The law of life is a law of thought an activity of consciousness, and the power flows through us. The spirit can do for us only what it can do through us. So earlier this week, I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard this phrase in my mind. Prayer is your power. Prayer is your power. And it reminded me that I can't navigate this life, this adventure, relying just on myself, relying just on the power that I have, because there is a power greater than any of us that is supporting, guiding, and giving itself to each one of us at any and all times. And so I wrote a prayer for us today that I'm going to read step by step, and I'm just going to highlight, I'm going to highlight what's happening in this prayer so that when, when I say your power is your prayer, it begins by recognizing that there is a power greater than yourself. 
And so how good it is to remember that no matter how I feel or what's going on in my life and in the world, there is a divine power greater than all human experience. A power of wholeness, health, love, creativity, peace, and joy. A power that supports all life everywhere. A universal power that is all life everywhere. And that is step one in affirmative prayer, this recognition of the power greater than you that is right here, right now. And, and we engage that power in the second step of unification. So today I remember that this power, this universal power that is greater than me is also available to me for me. And so in fact, it is the very essence of my life. By accepting the truth of my oneness with the source of all life, I am opening a channel of power to flow to me, through me, as me. And my receptivity strengthens with my awareness and acceptance of the divine in me as me. So this is the second, that, that was the second step in affirmative prayer, where you unify yourself and you remember that this power greater than you is also in you. It also is you. And it's this remembrance of this divine power being right here, right inside of you, that then you step into the third step of affirmative prayer, wherein which you realize that which you want to experience. So this is your affirmation. So here's, here's the third step, I'll read it to you. Realizing that what I think, say, and believe is how I engage the creative power of mind. Today I affirm that the compassion of the divine is alive and active in my life. Expressing through my every thought, word, and action, it soothes my soul, opens my mind, and nourishes everyone I come into contact with. It draws to me ideas, people, and experiences that support the highest expression of life in my body, my relationships, and my finances. Remembering the interconnectedness of all life everywhere, I know that any and all benefit I receive is supporting the highest and best for everyone everywhere. And may I be a beneficial presence in the world and an active expression of divine truth and love in all I say and do. So in this third step, you are creating very powerful affirmations. And I'm just um, wanna stop here and let you know that I'm going to publish this affirmative prayer treatment on our blog, on our website, so that you can have it, you can read it, you can practice it. 
And of course, you're welcome to come back to this recording at any time so that you can have the power of affirmative prayer treatment, of affirmative prayer, spiritual mind treatment, you know, active and in your life on your adventures in conscious creation. And the fourth step of affirmative prayer is thankfulness. Just like Dr. Fuller said in the quote from the beginning that that taking time to pause, reflect, and think about the things we're thankful for, that that magnifies. Not only does it magnifies the power of your prayer, but it magnifies the meaning of life. Gratitude magnifies the meaning of life. So here's an example of step four in affirmative prayer believing with my whole being that this prayer activates divine law on my behalf. I give thanks for the wisdom, love, and guidance that moves me into right and perfect action. I'm grateful for the abundance of ideas and resources that flow to me, leading me into greater and greater expressions of health and prosperity. The gifts of spirit are infinite and immeasurable. And so really feeling like even in this step, when you imagine that what you want is already true and that it's about to happen in your life, allow yourself to feel the gratitude and, and optimism and hope that that brings to you. You know, and this is why we, we start with that vision of what we want. Because when you imagine that that vision has already manifested in the world, what does it feel like? Man, when I think about everyone having access to a vaccine, I feel so relieved and grateful and hopeful and optimistic. And honestly, I need that as an anchor in my life. I need that as something to hold on to so that I don't fall down that rabbit hole of death and destruction. What I call, I call it awfulizing. When you can only think about the, the negative outcomes that you're afraid of, I call that awfulizing. And that is what we must stop ourselves from doing. We must stop ourselves from awfulizing while still giving us space to be human and this is why we turn to this power of prayer. And this last step in affirmative prayer, spiritual mind treatment is actually to let go. It is to release the power of the universe to do its job. When you fully believe that the universe is acting on your behalf, you let go. And so I'll read you an example of this step is, Letting go of all limitations, I allow the perfect unfoldment of spiritual truth, knowing that this prayer is already fulfilled in the infinite intelligence of the divine law of mine. I step forward in perfect health with cheerful expectancy and a lightness of heart, giving myself to its fulfillment. Yeah. 
giving myself to its fulfillment because the way this prayer comes to life is through me. It's through you. It is through scientists and pharmacists and each and every one that each and every one of us, we are each and every one of us moving through this adventure, this collective adventure together. And while you might not have control over it, your prayer is your power. You are navigating this adventure called life. Remember to use your imagination to hold space for your heart and to call upon the power of your word, the power of prayer. And so remember that you are deeply loved, always held in the wholeness of spirit, and that together we walk through life hand in hand, knowing that whenever any one of us falls or falters, that there is someone right next to us to remember this on our behalf. And so my hope for you today is that you are lifted up by the power of your prayer and that you hold on to this all week long because truly we are together on this adventure called life. And so it is.